episode of Husky Talk. We are your hosts, Chloe and Kaylin. Today we will be talking with Emily Maxwell. We are very excited to talk with Emily today. She is from our home state of Iowa. Please welcome her. Please welcome to our show, Emily Maxwell. Hi, Emily. How are you today? Hi, I'm good. This is Chloe. This is Kaylin. Kaylin. Okay, cool. Nice to meet you over the phone. Nice to meet you too. We were both very excited to have you on our show since you're from our state, Iowa. Yeah, yeah, I was excited to do it. Um, so before we start our interview with you, we're going to test your Iditarod knowledge. We have five Iditarod questions for you. Are you ready? I am. Who won the first Iditarod? Oh, uh, <laughs> Dick Wilmarth, I think. You are correct. He was one of the most Iditarods. What's that? He was one of the most Iditarods. I think Dallas Stevie. Um, oh, do I know it? No, there's been a fact. Uh, Rick Swenson, maybe? Yes, Rick Swenson yeah. with five. Okay. <laughs> Phew. Who founded the Iditarod? Who founded the Iditarod? Sorry, what was the last one? Who founded the Iditarod? Uh, Joe Reddington Sr. You are correct. How many <laughs> How many dogs can a mustard start with this year? 14. You are correct. <laughs> what was the name of the award given to mushers that finish the la- finish in the I did read last? Those are the Red Lantern winners. You are correct. <laughs> Great job. We're going to make... Was that five out of five? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Great cool. job. We're going to move on to the main interview. Um, so tell us where you're from in Iowa. I grew up in Iowa City. We're in Command, which is about 90 minutes from there and about 35 minutes north of the Quad Cities on the Mississippi River. Okay. Yep, I've heard of that place. So I wanted to ask you a question about a food place in Iowa City. Have you heard of or ever been to a place called Local Burrito? Um, I, oh, you know what? I have, actually. I don't know if they're a store now, but they were a food cart when I was there, and I, I knew the guy that started it. That's my uncle. He owns it. Yeah. Cool. Can you tell us your favorite thing about Iowa City? <laughs> Um, oh gosh, there's lots of things I love about Iowa City. Um, I guess probably, uh, you know what I really miss actually about Iowa City? I miss Prairie Lights, the bookstore. <laughs> I love that place. I like books. Yeah. <laughs> um, when did you first find out about the Iditarod? Mm, was probably about your age so we did you know a unit in, when I was in school and I certainly didn't ever think I would be running it but I kind of knew what it was from that time. What got you interested in running the Iditarod? Um, well I met a boy and we liked each other um, and his name was Nick and I moved to Alaska to live with him and he was a dog musher and so that was how I started mushing was living with him and his dogs and helping him with his dogs and then I kind of started to 
run my own teams and do some races and then did the Iditarod. Do you have your own kennel up in Alaska or do you work with someone? Yep, so I work with someone. I don't have my own dogs. Actually, I have one sled dog, but that's not enough to get me to the finish line, is it? So um, <laughs> I have a good friend that I'm working with this year. His name is Jesse Holmes, and he's on a TV show called Life Below Zero, and he got seventh place last year as a rookie, so he's a really good musher. He's got really good dogs, so I'm working with him at his kennel this year. Can you talk to us about what it's like working with Jesse? Oh, it's a lot of fun. We get along really well, and we've got about 60 dogs here, and we're lucky because lucky we got two friends that just moved here this week, and Kelby and Julie that are helping us out. So we've got four of us here to make sure the dogs are taken care of, and we scoop their poop, and we feed them, and we get to go out and run them. And, um, yeah, so we're having a lot of fun here. It's great working with Jesse. Do you think you can maybe talk to Jesse about doing an interview with us? Sure. Yeah, we'll see if he can. I think he probably could. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So our listeners know last year you were a rookie. Can you tell us what you have to do to qualify to run the Ida Rod? Yeah, so when you qualify, right, because you can't just say, I'm going to jump on a dog sled and run a thousand miles across Alaska, which could be super dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. So you have to qualify. So you have to do three races. Um, Two of them have to be a 300-mile race, and the other one has to be 150 miles at least, or you can do longer. But um, the idea is that, you know, you have race officials that kind of watch you as you do this race and that so that they know that you can take care of yourself, you can take care of your dogs, that your dogs are well-fed and you're taking good care of their feet and keeping them warm enough, so... So you have to do those three races to be able to qualify to sign up for Iditarod. What races did you run to qualify? Uh, my first race was called the Kinnick 200, so it's the 200-mile race. And then I did a 300-mile race called Copper Basin, which is a really hard race. Some people say that Iditarod should be a qualifier for Copper Basin because it's so hard. And then the third one was the Willow 300, which was where I lived, was Willow, Alaska. And that was the first year they did that race. So those are my three qualifiers. What was it like being a rookie last year in the Iditarod? <laughs> um, well, before the race, it's pretty scary because you haven't done it before, so you don't really know exactly what to expect. You know, you hear a lot of stories and everything. Um, but as far as being a rookie on the race, it's great because, you know, the officials and people that are working on the race, a lot of them know that you're a rookie and it's your first time and you don't know everything just yet. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was pretty good. Do we have to go to two meetings that are full day meetings um, for rookies so that you can learn a lot about, you know, take, how to take care of your dogs on a thousand mile race. Cause it's different than just a 300 mile race, you know? Um, and then we can ask lots of questions and a lot of other mushers that have done the race bunches of times come and talk to us. So, if, you know, they make it as easy as they can for you and try to help you as, you, as you're going along. How do you think having an additional year of experience will help you this year? Um, well, this year we're going on the same route as we did last year. And so, you know, you know the trail already. Um, and you kind of know... 
you know, how it is for you as the musher to go a thousand miles, right? Because, you know, you're dealing with like being really tired, sometimes it's really cold. Um, and, you know, you know how to even more so how to take care of your dogs on a thousand miles once you've done it. So, you know, when to feed them, when you want to stop and have them rest. Um, so I think it'll be a lot easier this year now that I've done it one time. If you feel comfortable about it, can you talk to us about your burn injury in 2013 and how it affected your ideas with the Iditarod? Yeah, um, so I got burned by hot oil. I was working in a restaurant in Iowa City. It was an accident in the kitchen, and um, I spent two weeks at the University of Iowa Hospital in the burn unit there, um, and that was really hard and definitely not something I would have chosen to go through, but it made me a lot stronger, a lot better person, just because when you go through something that hard, you have you know a lot of, you get a lot of strength from that, and you you feel a lot of empathy for other people, too, when they go through something hard. Um, and so when I first came to Alaska, I kind of wanted to just get away and not, not think about my burn, you know, and go hike in the mountains and do things like that. So that was how I ended up coming up here, and that was when I met um, the guy that I started training dogs with. Um, and then I came back to Iowa for a little bit before I moved up to Alaska. So the thing is, when I'm on the trail, you know, sometimes it can be really hard. You're really tired and you're cold and dark and, um, you know, so, but I, because of what I went through with the burn and being in the hospital, I know that nothing's as hard as that was for me. So thank you. For everything's easier after that. Thank you for talking about that with us. We yeah. also read that you like to shirt, surf. What is your favorite thing about surfing? <laughs> um, so I've only ever surfed in Alaska, and it's really different, as you might imagine, surfing in Alaska, because we have um, what's called the bore tide that runs um, from Anchorage down um, south through this place called Turnigan Arms, so it's this real long, skinny um, inlet. And I live kind of down there in the summertime in Girdwood, Alaska. So i got a friend that um, takes people out surfing, and so there's one wave. It's not like if you go to Hawaii or if you go to California and there's waves coming in all day. There's one wave that goes in, and then it goes back out, and then 12 hours later it comes back in. So mm-hmm. it took me a little while to be able to catch it. And once, if you miss it, you got to wait another 12 hours. So it took me a few times. But so it's different. You can ride this wave for like an hour and a half if you want to, but we don't want to have to walk back. So we kind of jump off the wave after a few minutes. <laughs> It's really interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's really cold, as you can imagine, too. It's a lot <laughs> colder than Hawaii. <laughs> Do you think surfing helped you at all with mushing dogs? Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, probably mushing helped me with surfing more so because, you know, to stay, stay calm and focused, you know, if there's a lot of things going on at once, you just got to think about what you need to do first and then you do the you know, the next thing next, and you just try to stay calm and do what you can and be safe. Yeah. Have Have you set a goal for this year's Iditarod? Um, well, uh, mm, well, my main goal always is just that the dogs are going to go and they're going to have the best race that they can, and they're going to stay nice and fat and happy, and we're going to have fun together on the trail. And last year I was 33rd. If I can get a higher place this year, I'd love to have that. But it's just, it all just depends on the dogs here. 
and they're really good, strong, healthy dogs. So I think we could do pretty good this year. So we'll see. Maybe top 20, but I don't know. Fingers crossed. The next part of a show we call Brain Freeze. We have five would you rather questions for you to answer. Are you ready? I am. Hawkeyes or cyclones? Hawkeyes. <laughs> Surfing or mushing? Ooh, mushing. <laughs> Iowa or Alaska? Oh, I can't choose. Can I say six months here, six months there? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Vampire or werewolf? Ooh, ah, uh, werewolf. Husky or pug? <laughs> mm, probably a husky. Need a lot more pugs to get to know them. Yeah. This question we are asking all, all of our guests. If you could go on a sled dog trip with anybody living or dead, who would you choose and why? Ooh, um... Let's see, maybe, that's a hard one. Um, you know, if I could take, I have to say two people, because I'd take my mom and my dad so they could see, cool. you know, what I do every day. Not every day, but what I do all winter. Cool. Finally, what is your favorite song? Um, lately, I've been listening to the song it's called uh, Chasing Shadows by Santa Gold. We'll have to give. We'll have to listen to it. Sure. <laughs> um, thanks, Emily, for taking the time and talking with us today. Good oh, luck you're in the. So welcome. Good luck in the Iditarod this me. year. Good. Good luck in the Iditarod this year. We'll be following you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Subscribe to us on iTunes and tune in next week. We would also like to give credit to Hobo Jim for our theme song, the Iditarod Trail song. And now enjoy a clip from Emily's favorite song, Chasing Shadows by Santa Gold. <laughs>